0: Live from St Raphael's Primary School in West Preston, across our neighbourhood and across the world, you're listening to CEM Radio Ed Week on Live FM. Welcome everyone broadcasting across Australia and across the world, this is Live FM, live from St Raphael's Primary
1: School West Preston, you're listening to the St Raphael's Live Radio. My name is Arabelle, and today with me is Marco. Our guest today is Mr. Geese and all of the leaders of Five Six.
0: Thanks, Arabelle. Uh, I really appreciate you giving up your time to be part of this podcast. Uh, when I first found out about this podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago, what we decided as a school leadership team is you guys have been through a really hard time during COVID uh, and home online learning. And we felt that you all didn't have the opportunity to lead. So we thought this would be a wonderful gift um, for you to share your stories and why you were chosen as leaders of your school. The second reason, um, I suppose it was twofold. The second reason why we're here is because Arabella and Marco, you are the school captains. And what we want to do next year is we actually want to launch our own podcast and we want to launch it as run by kids for the school community. And I suppose this is a potential trial. Um, it's a potential trial to see, is this possible? So I know Mark and Arabelle the last couple of weeks have been working really, really hard behind the scenes. Um, and you've developed an amazing podcast and we can't share, we can't wait to share that with the world. Um, so I suppose that's the second fold. But to begin with, um, I'd love to ask you guys some questions if that's okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, right, yeah.
0: Great. Um, so basically, anyone can start here. But the first question is: What's something memorable that you've had at Saint Raphael's? Whether it's first day of prep, whether it's a camp, anything. Is there something that you go? That's a really, really something that I'd like to share. Um, do you remember the time
2: when we went to camp and we got to? Um, ride right, the zip line over the canyon. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. that was fun. That was scary. I uh, I really enjoyed my
1: hundred days of prep, and I still remember that from seven years ago. What, what
0: What's the hundred days of prep? Or what What you What happened there?
1: We got to have a cake and spend time with our teachers and do lots of fun activities.
0: Can you remember any activities that you did?
1: Um, we got to make our own pizzas. So we got to eat a giant M&M cake. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's okay. Oh, That's no. okay. That's good. That's good.
2: Uh, also, on our 100-day party, we got to, like, smash a piñata. A
0: piñata? What was inside?
2: Um, I think a lot of lollies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic.
2: Um, I remember one of the toys that were in the piñata. It was a little figure with a parachute on the back.
0: Fantastic. Do you, have, you, have you still got it by any chance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right.
2: Uh, my most memorable moment would be in year one when I got right. selected to walk out um, with the Australian captain just for the school. And that would be our most memorable moment.
0: The Australian captain for what? soccer. For soccer. What was his name? Getanak. Uh, so, how come you had that opportunity?
2: Um, in year one, the um, sports teacher organised that a few kids to walk out with the Australian players.
0: Oh, fantastic. That's unreal. How would make you feel? Great. Yeah?
2: yeah. I remember the first school fete, and there were like all these like teacup rides, and like you like to sort of run around with your friends and stuff, and go on all the rides and
0: stuff. Fantastic. We need to organise another fete we? as soon as this. Uh, we have the opportunity to, I suppose, get together with that community again. We'll uh, we'll share. Um. I
2: remember in prep when it was Easter time our bunnies would,
0: um, we were made like Easter bunnies and we would put decorations on it and we, and we took care of ourselves. Oh, fantastic. Now we're coming towards, I suppose, the end of St. Raphael's. I suppose I've got two questions here and you can answer either. Um, firstly, how are you feeling when you're about to leave St. Raphael's? Um, no, it's two weeks away and then... Uh, you become part of the alumni, I suppose, and, and you you know that you're always welcome back at the school. But, so how are you feeling? But also, um, what are you looking most forward to next year? And you can share the school that you're going to next year as well. And, you know, what are some of the things that they do that you are really, really looking forward to?
2: Um, I'm nervous to leave all the people that I've... Oh. I'm nervous to meet, leave all the people that I've been with for the past, I think, seven years, but I'm also excited to go to Santa Maria and, yeah. Um, well, I have mixed feelings because uh, I'm leaving the school that I've known for so long, um, I know my way around, and now going to another big school, it's going to be hard to figure out everything like I did here. I'm like upset to be leaving behind all the people that I've married for like seven years, all the people like all the teachers who've taught me, stuff like that. But at my high school I'm sort of looking forward to um I don't know, starting again and you know, trying new things.
0: Do you think you still stay friends with the with the people you've made at Chaos? Yeah,
2: um, yes. yes.
0: And and how will you guys do that? Like what will you do to make sure that you still continue to be friends? Uh, well,
2: most of my friends are going to the same school, Bray College, Perfect. Pandora, apart
0: yep. from Marco. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. That's okay, but will you still stay in contact with Marco? Yeah, yeah. Now we've, you guys are so accustomed to Zoom and that okay. kind of thing, you should be all over that. So that's, that's really good, that's exciting. Um, well, all
2: my friends are going to the same class, so I can keep in contact with them. Yeah, fantastic well um not all my friends are going to say and no, i'm pretty really excited to start new friendships but also excited to see my friends outside of school.
0: Too. yeah what do you think um you know and what do you think about you know when you the opp- yeah, i suppose the opportunities like zoom and facetime and all that kind of stuff this is a great part of the world that we live in now you can still stay in contact and as you know, you're always welcome back at St. Raphael's. Okay. And I suppose this will lead us to the final question before we launch into um, Arabelle and, and Marco's podcast um, that they've been working on is why should someone come to St. Rafael's? What is some what's a parting gift, like the elevator pitch that you can promote St. Raphael's and say you know, St. Raphael's is a great school and why? Um, I think St. Raphael's is a great
2: school because the community spirit is really great. Um like things such as the fate that really brings us all together as a community. Well, because it's a small school, it's it's I think it's easier, like it's easier for you to know a teacher and the teacher to know you. Um in a way it's easier to make friends because there's not many people. Um and then on the school grounds and stuff, it's not too crowded, it's perfect. I think what's really good about St FALs is that it is a small school so you sort of know everyone like here and the things that you can get involved in at school like lunchtime activities that you can do and like choir and other things like that there's a lot of opportunity to be yourself and try to do
0: What are some of the clubs at St FALs? Can you can anyone name any of the clubs that you've been part of that you'd like to share, some of the things that you've been doing?
2: Uh, well, there's Garden Club, like you can cook and you can like, um, plant um, new things. Um, there's Library Club where you can like, make puzzles and read a book.
0: Fantastic. Anyone else want to share any other clubs they've been part of? And...
2: Well, Library Club, you can...
1: Instead of going outside, if you just want to stay inside, you can do some puzzles with your friends and also read some books.
0: Is there any clubs that you think St Raphael's should take part in or should begin? I suppose um, that you go, this would be a really good idea as a club in the future.
2: Um, I think a uh, sports club would be a good idea. So then people who wouldn't normally do sports can get involved and also an art club, so then people can, yeah. Cool. Um, I reckon like an activity club where every day we have a different activity to be involved in and it change on um, days.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's enough for me. Does anyone else have anything else I'd like to share um, before we hear all about uh, Arabella and Marco's podcast. So guys, Good luck. I hope it goes really well. Best of luck for next year. Um, I hope everything you learned, make new friends. Uh, it's exciting. You get to go to school. Have um, you all fitted your blazers and school uniform and yeah, I can see some uh, nods and stuff. So that's absolutely fantastic. And if you haven't, I'm sure you will uh, very soon. So best of luck. Now I'm going to pass it on to Arabella and Marco and they, can uh, share what they've been working on for the last couple of weeks. Over to you guys.
1: So over the past couple of weeks, we've been um, getting some teachers and some students and interviewing them about different areas. So there's science, um, sustainability.
2: We did Kids Cafe. Um, it's, Kids Cafe is a subject where you get to, so you start off with an idea or a problem, and then you have to solve it. But, but the thing about Kids Cafe, what the teachers did, was they did a problem that connects to your interests so, can, so the kids can be engaged. Um, we also we interviewed preps um, about school, interviewed E6s.
0: Shall we get started and listen to it? Yeah. All right, let's get started. Yeah! yeah. Thanks.
1: Welcome, everyone, broadcasting across Australia and across the world. This is Live FM, live from St. Raphael's Primary School, West Preston. You're listening to the St. Raphael's Live Radio. My name is Arabelle, and today with me is Marco. Our first guest today is Principal of our school, Mr. Howard, introducing you to our school. What's it been like looking after an empty school during online learning?
3: Well, it's been a very unusual time and one of the things about being a principal is that you, I spend some weekends up here anyway, so I walk through the school on weekends and it's pretty empty, but I never thought I'd see it, that during the normal school term I'd be walking through and there'd be empty classrooms everywhere. So it's pretty lonely, it's pretty, it's not the same without having children in the learning spaces and even hearing the noise of children in the school, that's the biggest thing that I missed during that whole time.
1: With all of the learning you have done this year with the staff, what do you want to make even better next year?
3: That's a great question. We have learned so much as a staff about having to be really uh, flexible and agile and be ready for changes because we weren't expecting so many changes to have happened with COVID this year. Um, I was looking back at last year's newsletter at this time in my piece that I wrote last year, this time last year, and there's so many differences from last year to this year of what we've had to do. And I think the thing I'm most proud about with the staff is that we have. Really worked hard to work together to make sure that we give all the children the best possible education, even via Zoom and remote learning. But I think what we'll learn, what we've learned out of it, and what we will continue to do is we'll use like Google Classrooms a lot better next year as a way of communicating to um, our parents, but to the other children, and and being able to give them, you know, like. Uh, PST tasks via Google Classrooms and lots of different ways that we can post the learning that has happened. So I think Zoom's been great and it's also taught all the staff who were a bit worried about using technology like they have and they've become so good at it. What we've realised is that using Zoom now we can actually reach so many more in our broader community experts to work with the kids on real life authentic problems. So for example, if we want to work with an architect, we don't have to get the architect to come into school. So if we want if the kids are doing a, a PBL on um, and they need some advice on engineering, we can con- contact an engineer, a real life engineer, and do a Zoom meeting. So that's pretty exciting that we now have ways of connecting with the broader community through what we've learned this year using Zoom.
1: How will you support the grade sixes in their final weeks of
3: school? Yeah, it's been a tough year for our year sixes and and I really do feel for our year sixes the way that they've had their last year of school, primary school, really almost uh, taken away from them in a a way. Um, I think when we had the news that, or heard the news, sorry, that we were going to be coming back to school and it started to look really positive, the first thing I spoke to all of our teachers at our online Zoom meetings was how do we make the last few weeks of school fantastic for our Year 6s because they're the ones that have missed out. And so how am I going to make the last few weeks great for you? I have been constantly talking to the, to the Year 5, 6 teachers and all of the teachers about making sure the opportunities that we get are fun, that the learning is fun, that we enjoy the last few weeks, that we are really focused on you all finishing your primary school days and having a memorable last few weeks. It's hard because we can't let you go off to fun fields or we can't let you have the normal graduation or the normal confirmation But behind the scenes, we are working so hard to make that event, that one particular memorable event, so confirmation and graduation together, we're going to make it a really memorable occasion for you guys. So we're going to work really hard at doing that. And so that you walk away at the end of the year saying, that was a great few weeks and I really love my time at St Raphael's. Let's not forget the other six years you've been at the school in the lead up to this year, which unfortunately has been a disruptive year.
2: What are you most proud of the school community for this year?
3: Wow, I'm proud of everyone. I think the kids have been extraordinary to have to sit in front of a computer screen, getting learning completed at home and having to sit there and listen to teachers and complete tasks and the difficulties that that all involved and not being together with your friends uh, at school. So I'm really proud of the children's resilience. I think that's been the big thing that I have been proud of. I'm really, really proud of the teachers because I think they've worked extremely hard to to try and deliver a at least a bit of learning to to the children at home and proud of the parents, the way that they have supported us and got behind the school and really, you know, helped out with the learning because every parent has done their very best to support each other and support their children and I think that, for me, is the thing that I am most proud of is that we've all come together as a whole school community And we've worked really hard to be the best that we can be in such difficult circumstances.
2: Thank you to our guest, Mr. Howard, the principal of St. Raphael's, for joining us. Let's now take a break. You're listening to the St. Raphael's show on live FM with Arabella Margaret. There will be more after the break, so stay with us. This is the 2020 Rock Band.
3: I'm Maya,
2: I'm Asari, I'm Andrew. And and we are playing Come Together by the Beatles.
1: Welcome everyone broadcasting across Australia and across the world. This is Live FM, live from St. Raphael's Primary School, West Preston. You're listening to the St. Raphael's Live Radio. My name is Arabelle and today with me is Marco. Our next guest today is a 5'6 teacher, Miss Kelly. We can't wait to hear all about your thoughts about online learning. What was your
2: most used word on Zoom?
4: Definitely towards the end of lockdown two my most used word was guys I'm hearing crickets again guys crickets come on someone say something crickets always crickets but it also comes very close to put your camera on unmute yourself mute yourself we can't hear you or things like that or when um someone would leave the Zoom meeting before it was time to leave and we would hear them leave, I'd say, Who left? Arabelle, who left? <laughs> because Arabelle was always my co-host. So I could, I don't know if Arabelle could hear them leave as well, but I always knew when someone left. So I was like, who left? And um, also, another, another common thing that was said from the students was, Miss Callie, such and such can't get into the meeting. Can you let them in? <laughs> so I know that um, people were messaging each other to help each other get online. So that was another thing. That was a thing I heard from you guys, which was um, really good because you were helping each other even though you were together.
1: Thank you, Miss Callie, for joining us today. Our next guest is Miss Yu, also talking about some of her best moments during online learning. Did you personally have any embarrassing moments you would like to share?
5: Embarrassing moments I'd like to share? Uh, I think probably because I'm 56, dressing up at our 100-day party, wearing a wig and being a bit silly was a bit embarrassing, (laughs) but the kids liked it and um, it was a bit of fun, but it's not something that I really like to do, to be honest with you, so it's probably the most embarrassing thing. What was your most used word on Zoom? Most used word, I think. Oh, that's really hard. I can't. Can't. I don't know. I think probably bonjour because every single session that we got together, I'd say it. So probably bonjour. Did you learn lots of patience while on Zoom? good question did I learn patience I think I did learn um, patience I learned a different kind of patience I feel like I'm pretty patient as a teacher um, but because we had to get through a fair bit of um, information and things in a short period of time I had to make sure that I was being reasonable and make sure that the children were happy for me it was really important that the children were happy because I didn't want them to worry about things because I couldn't be there were at home. And I was also patient with families, parents as well, because parents saw what the children were doing, so their expectations were high. I had to be patient because parents aren't teachers, um, and they were trying to do their best to teach their kids. So, yes, I think I did, but a different kind of patience.
1: What are some of the challenges that you faced during
5: online learning and how did you overcome them? Some of the challenges, well, one day my computer stopped working and that freaked me out a little bit. The children could um, see me but they couldn't hear me. So I was fortunate because I had Miss Belinda with me in the Zoom meeting as well, so she took over. And then I had to get off my computer at home and I had to get on my telephone. So that was a bit challenging, yeah. Can you tell us some funny moments you had during home online learning? Oh, I have to think about that. One of the funny moments was um, some of the preps became really confident with home online learning and then they'd try and be the teacher. So before I could even say bonjour, they started to um, do the teaching. So that made me laugh a little bit, yeah.
2: Thank you to our guest Miss You, a foundation teacher of St Raphael's for joining us. Let's now take a break. You're listening to St Raphael's show on Live FM with Arabella and Margaret. There will be more after the break, so stay with us.
1: Welcome everyone broadcasting across Australia and across the world. This is Live FM, live from St Raphael's Primary School, West Preston. You're listening to the St Raphael's live radio. My name is Arabelle and today with me is Marco. Our next guest today is the founder of Kids Cafe, Miss Mac. We can't wait to hear all about your thoughts behind the scenes about Kids Cafe. Tell us about Kids Cafe.
6: Well, Kids Cafe is an activity that we based on interests of our students and we thought, well, how can we use the interests of our students and reconnect? So after COVID, we wanted to make sure that we reconnected to each other so, you know, when we were in COVID and locked down, we didn't get, have a chance to work together. So it was an opportunity for us to work together, but also to work together with like-minded people. So our interests were our the key to that.
1: What positives do you think came out of Kids Cafe this year?
6: The biggest positives that we've seen out of Kids Cafe is seeing um, people working gr- in groups, with r- that reconnection to each other. We've had not only have we had um, three fours working together, but we've also had three fours with the five sixes, and then, of course, five sixes have been working in groups as well on their own. Um, that reconnection and, and being able to connect to their interests has been fantastic, and I've seen some really deep thinking and... In innovative ideas of what they can do to make a difference um, in their interest.
2: How did Kids Cafe come around?
6: Kids Cafe came around through our um, research into problem-based learning. Problem-based learning is something that our school is has started this year and will continue. And it is a way for our students to really connect to their inquiry thinking. So what happens is that through the curriculum, so if we've got a curriculum topic such as history, we find a real-life problem in our world that we are going to try and investigate, pull apart and research to find some sort of solution. And that solution will come in in a variety of different ways depending on where the students want to take it. So it's very student-driven, it's very um, question-driven and it works in collaborative groups. So those collaborative groups with Kids Cafe um, will help them work in teams to come up with solutions to problems.
2: Do you think you will do Kids Cafe again next year? And if so, what would you do differently? Well, of
6: course, Kids Cafe and PBL is very student-driven and we want to make sure that our students have a voice in the decisions that we are making in our school. So if the students would like to continue with Kids Cafe, yes, we would definitely consider uh, continuing it. Um, If Kids Cafe, because Kids Cafe has a... PBL or problem-based approach, we might be able to use the same sort of initiatives and processes in Kids Cafe in PBL, so that might be enough for our students. But, of course, with interests in mind, uh, I think Kids Cafe has been, at the moment, has been a very sort of useful and valuable way for the kids to reconnect to each other so if students would like to continue with kids cafe then of course we would we would consider it what we would do differently would be making sure i think this year because it's new it's been more teacher directed but i think kids cafe could definitely be more student directed
1: What is the most challenging thing about Kids Cafe for you and the students?
6: I guess the most challenging thing about Kids Cafe is the understanding of looking at a problem and trying to solve it in a realistic and collaborative way. So, for example, when we um, introduced Kids Cafe, the topic that we gave or the area that we gave to our students was... That through their interests, they to, we want to try and get them to make a difference in our community. And the idea of making a difference in our community was very different for di- lots of, of different people. And I think looking more deeply into world issues and how, as students in primary schools, we can actually do something about them is, is something that we'll have to develop. But it's something that is, can definitely be, develop, be developed over time.
1: Thank you to our guest Miss Kelly for joining us today. Our next guest is Mr. Vernal also talking about kids cafe. Can you tell us about your kids cafe group?
7: Okay so I've, I've got a kids cafe group um, involving sport um, and we've been trying to oh, as a, as we broke into groups and the groups, each tried to come up with a, um, a problem and then a solution and worked um, as a group to um, work through those problems and then find solutions. Um, and then from there, as a group, we've, we've sort of come together and um, tried to solve problems um, as a group as well.
1: What do you expect from the kids with their problems and solutions?
7: I expect the students to... Challenge themselves to th- to think more deeply and think about think about the problem first of all, and then think about the solution, and then think through the solution and try and um, become more aware of other problems that may come out of that solution. To to follow that process until they eventually get to a point where they've come up with a a solution that's that's practical and, and achievable.
2: How is a typical kids cafe session structured?
7: Okay, it tends to involve um, talking about bigger problems at the start and then breaking into to smaller groups after that and, and smaller groups working through their own problems and solutions um, and then coming back at the end to look at where we're at with our problems and, and how far down the track we are with each of our, each group's solution.
2: Because you have one of the biggest groups, Mr Vernon, is it hard to manage this group?
7: Um, it has been challenging at times. I guess the, the ways I've tried to, to work around that is to, to break um, the students up into into smaller groups. Um, one of the biggest challenges has been just as we've sort of run out of time and I've tried to align um, problems and solutions to, to create a, a group problem and solution, if you like, to solve. It's been hard to... To coordinate and align all the different problems to, to create a whole group problem solution.
2: Thank you to our guest, Mr. Vernal, a 5 6 teacher of St. Raphael's, for joining us. Let's now take a break. You're listening to the St. Raphael's show on Live FM with Arabella Marco. There will be more after the break, so stay with us. Welcome everyone, broadcasting across Australia
1: and across the world. This is Live FM, live from St. Raphael's Primary School, West Preston. You're listening to the St. Raphael's Live Radio. My name is Arabelle and today with me is Marco. Our next guest is the sustainability leader, Miss Catherine. We can't wait to hear all about your thoughts on sustainability in our school and how you can be more
2: sustainable at home. Can you tell us about our new mum at school? How can our parents have a chicken at
8: home? Oh, that's a good one. Well, Snow is a chick that I brought to school at the start of this year, and she was um, hatched at my dad's place, and she's now decided she wants to be a mum as well. So she's been sitting on her eggs for about 10 days now, and we won't have to wait too much longer before we have little chicks Um, looking after chickens is really easy as well but you do need to have a pen and make sure that you're willing to um, you know clean up after them and have food available and things like that but they're great pets I highly encourage people to keep chickens
1: what is the best thing you have cooked at
8: school from our school grown veggies Um, we've cooked a few good things but one of my favorites is what we call garden club noodles And that's when we pick whatever is in the garden, so maybe silverbeet or spring onions, and we mix it in with some noodles and some Asian flavours and everyone seems to love it. And the best thing about it is we get to use our eggs, so we actually mix the eggs through the noodles as well. That's always been really popular and we tend to eat it all very, very quickly.
2: Why do you think sustainability is important in our world?
8: I think sustainability is important in our world because we need to look after the planet we're on. We've only got one planet and so everyone is responsible for looking after it. So the better we do at taking care of our local world, the better we'll be overall, I think. How can people grow a veggie garden at home? Oh, that's a good question. You don't need a lot of space. You just need a few pots or a little plot of land. Um, some good soil and uh, some time. So as long as you have the time and energy to put into it, growing veggies at home is really, really easy. So I hope more people will do it.
1: What is it like looking after the
8: sustainability at school? It's lots of fun. I'm a very lucky person at St Raphael's that I get to spend time outside and this term's been great because the year one twos have helped out lots and lots in the garden so it's really fulfilling and um, just lovely to be out in the sun for most of the day.
2: What is your vision of the school for the next year?
8: Um, That's a really good question. I really look forward to everyone um, being more involved in the garden. So I'm really hoping that we'll get a lot more classes down to do sustainability. Um, We can also looking forward to building things with Miss Luna. So working together with science will be really exciting next year. Uh, And I think everyone um, really benefits when they spend more time outside. So I'm really hoping that that's what will happen next year. What could you do to encourage the students to be more sustainable at home and at school? Um, I think one of our main things we could do is think about what we put in our lunch boxes. So if everyone would consider um, coming to school with nude food, be it containers of, you know, you still can have your snacks, your chips and your chocolates and whatever, but instead of buying single-use plastic, we use containers. I think that would go a long way in reducing our waste. Thank you to
2: our guests. Miss Catherine, a sustainability leader of St Raphael's for joining us. Let's now take a break. You're listening to the St Raphael's show on Live FM with Arabella Marco. There will be more after the break, so stay with us.
1: Welcome everyone, broadcasting across Australia and across the world. This is Live FM, live from St Raphael's Primary School, West Preston. You're listening to the St. Raphael's live radio. My name is Arabelle, and today with me is Marco. Our next guest today is the science teacher, Miss Luna. We can't wait to hear all about your thoughts on science in our world and at our school. Can you recommend any experiments parents can do at home with their kids? So, there are lots of
9: experiments that you can Google at home, and they're mini little experiments. But I guess the best experiments are the ones where students can identify a problem or an issue, a global issue, and where students can come up with ideas or solutions to the problems. And in particular, I love experiments where students can change the conditions of the experiment, so the variables, and so they can test different variables uh, to see how those variables will have an effect on the outcome of the experiment.
1: What's your favourite experiment?
9: Okay, so I don't have a favourite experiment. There are lots and I've participated in many with students, but I guess my favourite experiments are the ones where students are wowed, so where they find out something really interesting or they have that really amazing wow moment and they've learned something. So I think my favourite experiments are where I see students learn, but not one in particular.
2: What is your history of teaching? I began teaching when I
9: was 22 years old. uh, As a biology uh, specialist teacher, I taught junior science, 7 to 10, and then VCE biology. I did this for about 12, 10 to 12 years, and then I worked at an international aid organisation educating around issues of sustainability for vulnerable communities and other issues as well. I work, I began working in a primary school as a science teacher the last two years, and I also work for the Australian Academy of Science at the moment.
1: What inspired you to be a science teacher? Um, I
9: think I always loved the environment and I loved animals. And then I was fortunate to go to a high school that... Um, really fostered a love of science, and I was also fortunate enough to meet a wonderful Year 9 science teacher who inspired me to love all things living, Um, and I also had her as a Year 10 science student and a Year 11 biology student. So she inspired me to follow my passion of loving living things.
2: Thank you to our guest, Miss Luna, a science teacher of St. Raphael's, for joining us. Let's now take a break. You're listening to the St. Raphael's Show on Live FM with Arabelle and Marco. There will be more after the break, so stay with us.
0: Okay, uh, you've just heard from Marco and Arabelle and their amazing podcast. Uh, we're back with Marco and Arabelle. And guys, I'd just like to hear some feedback um, about your experience uh, you've done an incredible job and, you know, the, the staff at the school and all the students who have heard it so far are incredibly proud of you. Um, what are some things that you really enjoyed and what were some of the things that you found that were a bit challenging?
2: Well,
1: I really enjoyed interviewing lots of people and finding out different opinions on their strengths in their side of school and I found it really interesting that I got to see everyone and hear about new things that I learned while we were recording that I didn't know. Um,
2: Well, at the start, I thought it shouldn't be, it won't won't be that hard. It's just a podcast. And then we started to get into it. I, I thought this is so much work for one our recording um but it also in a way it like it helped me connect to the school like now because i've learned more i've learned more about the school now recording this podcast are. Uh, it's just it's it was very it was really fun um recording people their opinions what they like what they don't like um yeah stuff like that
0: do you still think it's a lot of work after you've now finished it
2: well, no, not not really.
0: Not really? Like, what what would you do different next time? What is something that you've gone, yep, that is something that I thought was really hard, but now next time, if I had this opportunity again, I would do it this way.
1: Well, what I would have changed is we made separate recordings for every person. The thing I would have done differently is... Put it on one recording and just stopped it after each person, and then I would have resumed it for the next person. So it wasn't as much work to edit, and it also would have sounded clearer.
2: Um, I did the same, but what I also what I also would do is I would probably change the length. I'd try and make it longer, interview more people, find out more about the school. Um, and another thing I'd also do would be like to talk about not only the people in the school, but the actual school, its origins and stuff like that, just to in a way engage people.
0: And this is an, uh, an absolute uh, incredible learning experience that we've had, and um, you know, and, and as people have just heard, you know, some of the breaks didn't work, and, and these things happen because we're learning, and we're learning how to do this. Last question: Do you actually think this could be something that St Raphael should continue to do next year as part of a podcast program to share with our community?
1: I would highly encourage it. I think it's a great learning experience for kids to do. Um, as you saw, we find it we found it quite challenging the first time, but now we've found some solutions. So if we were to do it again, we would. Um, we would have different ways of doing it to make it clearer and make everything work more
0: smoothly. Well done. Well, guys, I think that's a wrap. Congratulations on your very first podcast. Uh, Well done. And Marco, sign us out. Here we go.
2: Thank you to our guest, Mr. Geese, for for joining us. Let's now take a break.
0: Wait, hold on. Right on, Mark. That's a perfect end to a great podcast. Guys, best of luck next year. Thank you for being amazing school captains this year under the circumstances. And uh, we wish you the very best. Thank Thank you. you. Yay.